Welcome to another family oh, podcast. Oh, oh, you, My name is Robert Rao. You surprised me. <laughs> and with me is somebody else. <laughs> I thought you were going to introduce me. Then you licked your lips seductively <laughs> to get that last cheese in off of there. And I was like, here it comes. My big intro. He's back. All right, so David's here with me. Give it Woo. up for David Vitrano. Guess who's back? David's back. I am back. Yes, he is. He likes to be back and back and forth. Back, back, and back, back, and back, forth back, and back, 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 and she has a whole, who's Vanessa Bear? She is on SNL. She does like the Miley Cyrus impersonation. I know who you're talking about. Okay, she has an IFC short that that I think is exclusive to webisodes that I saw over on AV Club. So just to tell you how weird I am when it comes to what I watch on online, I only watch videos that were made by IFC on the AV Club. That's so my had, fetish too. Oh my god! <laughs> and she. Interviewed Weird Al Yankovic and wanted to turn him over since now weird is not the thing anymore. Normal's the thing. So she said, "Call she should be she well she suggested to Weird Al call himself Normal Al and he went, oh you mean Normal? And I went, oh I never even noticed that. Was that a thing with him that I just never paid attention to? I feel like he's gotten that before. Like like you know this he's been in the game for a while and like I, yeah. I'm actually a little insulted. Like she's like, guys, I got a great idea for a short bit. I'm gonna tell Al to be normal, right? Like you know, it's just it's kind of like that's how he got his name. Like that was the whole thing. It's like to switch up the normal. It's kind of like let's get Randy Man Randy Savage and call him Horny Savage. It's synonymous. <laughs> also, kind of opposite. You know, I, well, it is the opposite. I just didn't know that was actually taking like because his name was Al Normal, yeah. Weird Al. Like that, maybe that's what he thought when he came up with the name. I wasn't sure. I've... Well, he actually stumbled upon it because he wanted to call himself Normal, oh, okay. but that was taken, <laughs> and nobody likes Normal. Nobody. Can we can we make a box into like we'll we'll send this box into Abu Dhabi? <laughs> Jesus Christ, my cat has never been more vocal than right now. Well, the cat found a bag. It's a natural habitat. Okay, for a cat. fine. All right. We just send it back to Trader Joe's. It it, it, don't, it won't know any better. <laughs> Excuse me, this cat wasn't fresh. <laughs> this wasn't fair trade cat. Yeah, of course. So, so a lot of bloodshed for this cat. <laughs> Blood cat. <laughs> Coming to CBS. It feels like that would be whatever the Thundercats fought over. <laughs> no, that would be the sci-fi original movie, Blood Cats. <laughs> well, I think we found ourselves a lot of blood. This blood likes to spit up hairballs and stare at you weird when you haven't sex. Oh no, I pricked myself on this pit. Oh no, my blood's knocking that candle off the shelf. What a dick my blood is. Oh. Uh-oh. The, the blood. What, it's, what? It, it's all laser. It's not chasing the blood. Oh my god. What we need to do is take a cord and make a circle in the middle of the carpet. The blood will sit in the center of it. I swear to god. I've seen it on the internet. <laughs> That's how we catch the blood. <laughs> catch the blood. You must think like blood. 
<laughs> now it sounds like we've got a sermon. Time to catch the blood, the blood of the Lord. Friends and children, come around. The blood of cat is here. Cut the vein and free it all. Soon it will be clear. You gotta cut down the road for Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let it out and pay the price for Satan's coming from your blood. It is the omen that he spoke of. The blood of Christ. The blood of cat. The blood of Christ cat cat. <laughs> Christ cat. Christ cat. <laughs> Hey kids, is Jesus boring you? Yeah. <laughs> what about crazy cool Christ cat? Christ Cowabunga. Will Christ will rise again because he's got nine lives. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> this Christ hates Mondays. <laughs> Christ cat doesn't work on Mondays. <laughs> he keeps the Monday holy. Hang in there, Christ cat. <laughs> We have a new religion! <laughs> oh, man. So, this podcast is going to hell. Good, good title for it. Um, what would Christ Cat Hell be? There's a bunch of dogs. Water spritzing bottles everywhere. I'll turn it to wine! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> So anyway, um, I have an idea, and yes. it's going to feel terrible. Okay, let's okay. do it. But uh, when I, my, my... I discount every idea you have. Let's keep going. <laughs> That's why I keep coming back. <laughs> I'm a glutton for shame and punishment, <laughs> and Robert gives it to me uh, hand, fist over hand. Um, yep. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and one of the trends I've noticed is a lot of the comedy podcasts are doing D&D. Oh, so you want to do uh, you want to like, video Zorg like they, like they did over at Flophouse? Right in, <laughs> it'll be a weekly adventure. No, I mean like, look, I, I understand it's hard for us. We just came from practice where there were uh -huh. like five family dinner members there. Yes, and we said, "Who wants to do a podcast?" And none of them said, "Me yes. and Robert, <laughs> me and Robert, and it feels so good." Yeah, I was surprised it was just me and you. And really, I I I thought maybe like we get somebody else. Yeah, okay. I think what happens is if it's just us two, we don't get anybody else. But the moment we get a third or a fourth person, then everybody wants to well, do Well, that's it. the thing. It's like, hey, guys, um, I got to go work in the hospital. Hey, who wants to do a podcast? Me, 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 me. <laughs> like Mike, the little cheating whore of his little Seth Hartley boy toy. I heard the podcast. <laughs> Plural. <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, see? No, but I really think just like with our improv skills, I mean, I don't know who would get as a DM. Because mm -hmm. that's pretty much the hardest point, like make, keeping a narrative, keeping everybody on board. But like Harmontown did it as like a, a, the tail end segment of that, and that's typically the thing that gets like most reviews. Brian Posehn does it with like uh, his comedy friends, and then uh, Maximum Fun Network has my brother, my brother and me, which is the least recent, most recent thing I've been listening to. Which, by the way, their whole shtick is they read Yahoo answer uh, questions and they answer them, and they have like a really good flow between them. But they uh -huh. have a, a, a biweekly uh, D and D session, and it's fantastic so far it feels like we need to team up with the other podcasts associated with red stick magazine dork you have two guys that love to be dorks and now you're claiming that i want to be dorkier than the dorkies i by would, coming up with this dm stuff i mean look. you don't think we can't get like a a couple of guys that do a dork podcast 
to get on board with the dorkiest of dork dorks. Hey there, ladies. I want to do a D&D podcast. Mm. But no joke. I think it'd be a lot of fun if we could somehow establish that. I mean, it's worked. For, I mean, I, I have this just this bug, I guess, I'm just trying to itch is like D&D podcasts. I really enjoy them. It's like a good story and it's just friends dicking around and then you happen to have, you know, some RPG elements. I'm a sucker for it. Well, here's the thing. I, having not listened to any of the podcasts I, and have played many a D&D sessions, how do they get it down to 50 minutes? Because it never feels like those things lasted any shorter than, say, eight hours. Well, that's the thing. What you do is you do a normal session. It could be anywhere from, like, three to four hours or something like that. And they just go, hey, maybe we should cut it here. And they'll play, like, a, a three-hour session, and they'll break that up into three episodes. Oh, okay. So that's what Brian was saying. They'll be like, hey, you But they know. don't make it, like, a 45-minute episode. They don't do a three-hour session turn it into 45 minutes, is what no. you're saying. No, no, no. They'll just be like, okay, that's a good plot. Stop the uh, place to break. Uh, we'll catch you next week. We'll find out what happens. Cliffhanger. And then turn off the microphones. You know, take a break, get some juice, sit back down, and just go, okay, well, uh, last time we left you last week was, and they're still sitting in the same room. Okay. And that, that seems to be a way to make it very manageable. <laughs> you Except, just want to do a podcast where it covers three podcasts. That's I want to be here for four hours, guys. <laughs> but no, that's, uh, and that's the thing. You can, you can kind of just do a large chunk, and then let's say you don't get a chance to meet next week. You got like three or four in, in the bank, and uh, you that's can kind of just go, go about it that way. No, no. It's, uh, any change to what we've been doing mm. is fine. I don't, <laughs> I don't see us going any further down. We have hit... The point where we can easily go back up. Mm. I mean, sure, we're one of the three recognized podcasts in Baton Rouge <laughs> by by New Orleans only because, hey, let's recognize these guys because we're not really concerned with them. Oh, sure. We'll give Red Stick a bone hey, hey. and others. We are the voice of New Orleans, right? We are the and friends in any stupid po- in, in any stupid cartoon show is what we are, okay? We're Nobody the, remembers us. We're the us. Foghorn Leghorn slash. Yeah, we're the Marvin the Martian. We're, we're nothing. So any change to that would be fine. We're the uh, brother chipmunks, whoever the hell those were two were that would show up. Like, oh, yes, go ahead, right, brother. Oh, no, after you, I insist. You eat the carrot. <laughs> but I feel like uh, much... Like anybody else in this situation, if you want to do this, it is going to have to be all you. Yep. I am not going to go out and buy a set. I am not going to be the DM. I am not even going to buy any characters. You better bring some dice, <laughs> uh, some food to fill my fridge, maybe. If I if I got a big enough response where we could get like a group of five to six people, give or take, mm-hmm. I would be almost pretty happy to, to like buy a player's handbook. The thing is, I I'd think really, the problem I'd really, is, I'd really like to play. As opposed to DM, right? But DM, I mean, DM's like the thankless job. It is. It, it, it kind of. I mean, yeah. I actually talked to a dude that uh, he he DM for a little while, and he said, you know, I I just, I just like playing a lot of the stuff that you can do online because uh, there's a lot of online things that you can do that involve not being uh, setting you know like sitting down and coming up with a storyline, and you can still play with your friends. And there's so many options that you can just play over the computer. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's more the option that you're looking for. I think the real issue is actually calling it the family dinner because you are not going to get five of us in a room to do this. <laughs> who? Who other than me who's game for just about anything? Mm. You think you can get? Like James? That that would be three. Now now who are we aiming for? I know. Who, who it, would it be? It'd be an open cast. I mean, I honestly have an open casting call for a DM. Like, like if you have experience... <laughs> I don't care, you know. That's what we should have been doing with our Sunday practices. 
we're not doing improv. We're doing D and D. We just really like the mansion. We just really like the open space. Yeah, it's got a lot of space for us to do, and we have a Smash Brothers tournament going on in the back. So if, in the back corner. Yeah. So if you like, we have it all covered. No more Fox guys. <laughs> Ugh. By the way, my friends hate you because uh, you use the cheat codes in Blitz, and they're Blitz purists. <laughs> Like, so Robert came over, we're just all hanging out, and uh, we had NFL Blitz. We're like, hey, we, we have the, the Super NES, we have the 64 hookup, you know, do you feel like doing anything? He's like, oh, wow, we, you have, uh, well, only if you had NFL Blitz. Like, did you say, did you say Blitz? Yeah, I mean, that's are, are, a... Are you down for Blitz? Yeah. Yeah, my name's not David. Yeah, I'm totally down for Blitz. So my friends were like, oh my god, let's play Blitz. And it's because it's very rare that somebody knows the, the old school NFL Blitz. And so Robert sits down, and they are purists. Like, they're... they're, 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 they're like, so Robert puts in the cheat codes for Infinite Turbo, <laughs> and, and what was the other one? Uh, speed. It was Infinite Turbo and, and Speed Up, and I was trying to remember the one for... Which he no knows off the top of his head. Like, like, you know, how many years has it been since you played prior to that oh god uh i'm last time i had a roommate that didn't take my n64 uh <laughs> so that must have been about 10 years ago so we're sitting down everybody's like all right let's play let's let's see what how robert is and everything like man he just keeps he just he fucking cheated <laughs> like it took a while to sink in and then there was just like this weird silence that i knew for my friends <laughs> where i was just kind of like he he sullied the sport he deflated the footballs robert deflated the foot i know a reference robert deflated the footballs <coughs> ah my poison is working <laughs> this podcast will just be me so incredibly bored <laughs> But it totally hit me. I totally forgot to mention that. So um, you're more than welcome to play Blitz again. But if your dirty, stinking, cheating hands put in another code that is a tournament mode, um, we cut them off like a third world nation. I was yeah. If I remember no interceptions, that would have that would have flipped them. Off. I, was, I was trying to remember that one. And my house would be burnt right now to the ground. I would nowhere to live. The four that I remembered out that it was imminent turbo and and speed. Like an extra speed boost on there. Those were the two that I remembered immediately. I was, there, there was no if fumbles only, if only the and speed, no interceptions. If were only the, two. the speed code changed it into the movie. Yeah. Just- <laughs> <laughs> that would have worked. Welcome to NFL. It's just cans. <laughs> cans. All right. Uh, no, but I definitely wanted to throw that out there. Uh, now that I got Robert on board, per se, uh, we'll, we'll, I mean, we might throw Olive Branch out to the Dork Podcast and see, uh, see what's what. About yeah, that. we could do a, a combination. Like one day it would be like the, ep- the episode melding of us two with those two. And then we got, we got four. Yeah. And, and that would assume like one of them would actually want to DM and some, in some Dork capacity. dinner. Dork dinner. <laughs> The alliteration sells it. Family quo. <laughs> uh, and that was another thing. I hate to steal from the podcast again, but you know, I feel like a shtick would would help it. I mean, I, I definitely would like more than being you, but answering Yahoo questions like there's just some you know it's a it's a good uh, uh, generator of material. Because look, I'm a boring person. I work yes. my I work my twelve hours in the hospital, and then afterwards I pretty much sleep, and then I catch up with my people after I clean up my house. Like it, it's just I don't get out that much. No, it, it, so I'm better at commenting it, on established things like when Robert come to me and like, hey, I want to talk about the movies. Yes, I have no problem adding on to what Robert brings to the table, but I'm not really a gen- – I'm a commenter, not a generator. Yes. I, no, I, I wanted to do that initially when we started the Family Dinner Podcast. If anybody actually tries to listen from episode one on, 
I feel bad for him because it was me <laughs> saying, hey, we should just do improv over the, the radio. That's what it'll sound like. And nobody was on board with that. And I think we, we lasted, what, 15 episodes doing stuff like that? We tried. We tried varying it up. I think you, you uh, said, like, have a normal conversation and segue into improv from there. And then it, it just Yeah, became, none of that worked. Yeah. And, and I've seen other shticks. The, the one that I saw recently that got a guy, like two guys from New Zealand, mm-hmm. a free trip. All the way out to Los Angeles, their shtick was for an entire year, they watched Grown Ups 2 once a week. I, I'm not saying these shticks are great. It's just watching people <laughs> in pain is, is what they do. Like, there's nothing joyous so that we can was, talk was it, about. Was it a sanity check? Like, was it just like a weekly sanity check? Just like... I haven't heard the podcast. I do not understand why people wanted to listen to these guys talk about it. But it was them talking about their 26th, 28th, all the way up to the 52nd time they've seen Grown Ups 2. And uh, the, the final one, they watched it with a whole bunch of guys mm. in a big room, like in a theater. Like that, There was a Kickstarter campaign wow. that, su- that supported their awful, awful idea. So any idea that you come up with has to involve us. Having some pain inflicted on us, not not physical. <laughs> it could be mental. There's no like, true. It's like this this episode. We're not losing a finger. Okay, we're not doing something like that. <laughs> yeah, Kuzo just cut it off into a napkin and slide it across the table. Yes, my commitment. <laughs> this is this is our dangerous game here. We we play poker. If we had for a, everything, <laughs> if we had a larger audience, uh, I would I would not mind doing like the Andy Daly like challenge, like review kind of thing. Like, okay, we're gonna come back in a week. We're gonna eat twenty pancakes. Just then, <laughs> just have oh, wow. that have that on the table to discuss. All right, so if we're doing something like that, I, I got a great idea. <laughs> oh shit! Because be, I, I have you been to Red Robin yet? What? Red Robin. Red Robin. I um, know. They built one? There is one in the mall of Louisiana. What? Oh, Christ. Dun, 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 ready for this? Real quick. Podcast audience. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt this. He's doing the 360 drum set. He's just going all over town. Play the cat. Play the cat. I know you looked over. Meow. Yeah, no, right now. Absolutely not. You have one job, cat. <laughs> You've been doing it all day long. Cats have middle fingers. <laughs> they don't have thumbs, but they have middle fingers. I, I'll tell you that. But you know what I was gonna say originally? Do you need me to buy you light bulbs? We're sitting under a <laughs> we're sitting under a five light bulb chandelier, and only one of them is active. I feel like whenever it's a that, Russian roulette of light. <laughs> every time you turn it on, I feel like whenever that light bulb like turns off, Robert's gonna stay the beast forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my life cycle. You didn't know. Tale as old as time. This is this is my life tree that um eddie murphy had oh, jesus why would you bring that up <laughs> oh, what in the life he no, talked a thousand right? words yeah. thousand uh, yeah one of those things yeah. sure so at red robin they have a deal where you have unlimited fries you're are you aware of this like bass <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch it <laughs> hey guys you couldn't get- meow <laughs> but you just hacked up a distracting hairball and now you're pentative over it. Cat is just oh, you add nothing to this. You add nothing, cat. Uh. Well, you are the first beast that we will slay in our D and D session. <laughs> you are unaware of this, cat. What Sorry, are you kidding? For you... Robert, that's like that's like the phoenix. It's, like, it's gonna be the end boss. <laughs> 
Not only do they have an endless basket of fries that you can get with every meal you have, every burger that they offer, they, they you get endless steak fries. They actually have a root beer float that is endless. So you can have as many root beer floats with it as possible. So what we should do <laughs> is I say we go there, we order it, and then we leave. No, I just, I, <laughs> I just totally want to go there. I don't I, – it, it, uh, I, I, it's one of those things that I know that – I, I would just throw up afterwards, but you know you know how like restaurants are now meant for like if you were twelve they would be awesome. Yeah. Nowadays they just feel so soul taking. Like every single one of them, there isn't one that exists what do you, now. What do you think the policy is if we sat down and did it? But we recorded ourselves and we like edited it down to like you know like okay like like hey guys we're about to do the Red Robin challenge this is Robert and David the family dinner how you yeah. doing so we're gonna eat some fries right now Man, these are pretty good fries huh and, you know we can have uh, another root beer float this this is good stuff you should come up. okay guys it's um <laughs> it's hour two um Robert's dead he's just, he's he's dead. Like, like, do you think we can podcast live on location? I don't see why not. <laughs> Just check ahead of time. Like, we're going to promote you, and we're going to try not to say bad things. <laughs> the the way I've uh, I've seen it done, it wasn't um, it wasn't done you, on you the mentioned site. the um, the mozzarella sticks. Yeah, someone ate endless mozzarella sticks uh, at a at a TGI Fridays or Applebee's. Uh, of that ilk. Cho- choose your Chili's uh, synonymous go-to. Yeah, I'm totally using Chili's, by the way, for Batman and Robin. Like, why Why weren't they at a Chili's? Like, why was Mr. Freeze at a Chili's? <laughs> <laughs> no. Two for 20. It's not like they couldn't use more money for this. <laughs> that, I was like, couldn't they just be eating burritos? Like, that's all I was thinking in my head. Come on, guys. Frozen TV dinners is the best pun you have. Uh. Guys, look, we called in Carrot Tot to punch up the script. <laughs> <laughs> this man is pun magic. Uh. But seriously, like the sets that they have on thing and elaborate costumes, like that was a pretty penny. A nice throw out the chilies would have covered, you know, Clooney's, Clooney's, <laughs> Clooney's bill sure. just by itself. Sure, of course. Because we're well, going to be talking about Batman and Robin, I'm just bringing up the fact, April 24th, we're going to watch it in front of you guys and woo, say a whole bunch of stuff that woo. we think are going to be funny in front of it, because that movie is not funny, or entertaining, or or worth watching a million times. This is our grown-ups, too. We are watching this ten times, though, not 52. Just to let you know, for those that haven't watched it, um, fast forward past the first ten minutes. The first ten minutes just beat you over the head with, like, da- like just... Stupid action, stupid. Like it just once you get past that, it paces itself a lot better. But that first ten minutes just drains your soul. <laughs> it's just like, look, I'm Batman. We're doing Batman things. La 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 la. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It it was an episode of Pee Wee's Big Adventure <laughs> that that that, uh, that turned into a bat a sensible Batman film after ten minutes. No, hey, it's Francis, <laughs> give me back my Batmobile. <laughs> Ice to see you, Francis. <laughs> Cold is the magic word. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we know Arnold was Arnold. What was Uma Thurman coming off of? She had just done, gotta be Pulp Fiction, and then had about, because Pulp Fiction came out in 94, that film was about 98? 97, 98? Or 99? (sighs) Sure. So maybe my super ex-girlfriend? No, that was afterwards, huh? Was it? 
she didn't. It's not that she didn't have anything. Most of what she did wasn't a film about her, though. So she was kind of like the love interest or best friend or some wacky neighbor. Wasn't she uh, her and John Malkovich? That was not cool. Wow, what is that? No, no, no. no. It was like a, a, That's a movie? Victorian thing. Yeah. Me and John Malkovich. <laughs> With like Age of Innocence? Is that the Dangerous one? Liaisons. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Was she in that one? Yeah, 1988. So that was like probably one of her starting things that she kind of got known for. Uh huh. Um, is this not chronological? I I know why she got on Pulp Fiction, but I I do not know why like her next like, move was Batman and Robin. Thurman. I mean, uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, Tarantino had seen a movie with her in it. It was like an NC seventeen film where she got totally naked with some other chick, and both of those chicks are in Pulp Fiction. Like he was like, I'm gonna cast both these women because they were super hot. And I totally want to see them in this movie, sort of thing. That was uh, Bruce Willis's girlfriend, uh, the one that Jimmy Moore. No, though the one that wanted oral pleasure in the movie. Oh, I can't remember her name. She's French. We're not expected to know her names. French the one, people. You the remember. one who forgot the fucking watch. <laughs> yeah, her. You had one job. I, it was something and something like uh, two names. That's that was the film that she was in before Pulp Fiction, or at least the one that got her recognized by. By uh, Quentin Tarantino. The reason why he said, oh, I'm, I want to hire this girl because she was totally nude in this movie. And I did not realize that was the film that she got totally nude. All I knew her from was the film that she sort of showed a nipple in. And that was that was Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Okay, okay. That was so, it. So we got uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Okay, 1994. Sure. Uh, a Month by the Lake. Nope. Beautiful Girls. Yeah. With Truth About Cats and Dogs. Oh, yeah. I Duke of Groove, TV Actually, short, dude. Batman and Robin. <laughs> so she had a nice lull. <laughs> she was desperate. She was like, oh, man, a hit franchise? Yes, please. What was the one right before Pulp Fiction, though? Right before Pulp yeah, Fiction? Yeah, what was before Pulp Fiction? Even Cowgirls Get the Blues? That's not it. Mad Dog and Glory. Nope. Jennifer Eight. Final nope. Analysis. Nope. Robin Hood, 1991. Nope. Henry and June? That's it. Henry June. Open that one up. That's the one that's like the borderline porn that she was in. Because uh, that art is, and then Dangerous Liaisons. Yeah, I, rem- I forgot the name of that. Like, it was something and something. That's all I remembered. Yeah, Bar- uh, Baron Munchausen and Dangerous Liaisons, both with uh, some very attractive uh, topless Uma Thurman itch kind of thing. 1988. She just did not like clothes in 1988. Nope. Have you ever heard the story where Dave Foley almost dated Uma Thurman? Yeah, I heard about that. Like, like <laughs> wow. Because at the time... Like she, well, she was what twenty one at the time, and he yeah. was—he had just come off of uh, Kids in the Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, <laughs> and he was so dedicated to his batshit crazy wife. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, it'd be so, oh, and like when he tells that story, I just. I want to buy him a hooker. Like, just yeah. the way he sounds so defeated. <laughs> and that, that, that bit and that his, he does. his wife says, I get half of that hooker. Oh, yeah. Clean that room. <laughs> he married match, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Snap it to a Slim Jim. Uh, I thought yeah. was really sexy. <laughs> so then, okay. So Batman and Robin, a great flop. But then she does Gattaca, Les Mis. Right. Avengers. Uh-huh. Like she, she just. Oh, she might have. She well, bounced, there might have been. She bounced back, and then yeah. There might have been that period where they started th- saying, "Hey, she should start being in movies." Because when Pulp Fiction came out, it takes about a year and a half for films to come out that you decided to do afterwards. Yeah. So the next one that she might have actually done was The Truth About Cats and Dogs, which is a fine movie if you haven't seen it. I'm not disparaging that, but it's a very forgettable movie. My Super Ex Girlfriend, 2006. Yikes! I was way <laughs> off. Way to, way to Samsonite that one. <laughs> 
but but she was great in it, right? Huh? 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 <laughs> hey, more hairballs. You got some more hairballs, cat? You want you want to spin them up? Come now, on. Now now you're meowing, you yeah. son of a bitch, you <laughs> fucking Blame the cat. Yeah, play that cat. Play that cat. Coming to stage is Smoky Joe Cats. <laughs> I got a cat for a woman. <laughs> now you're like, Jesus, I set you up. Cat yes, meow and, meow and cats. <laughs> oh, your cat's the worst. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. She's really Jim Teaguing. <laughs> Why? What does that mean? I don't understand. <laughs> now you're worried? <laughs> uh, but uh, eh, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I want to say practices are going pretty well. I mean, I was really happy with the turnout we have for practice. I really hope that uh, – unfortunately, like the last time I was able to go, it was just uh, three people. But uh, yeah. I was I really think that's awesome when we can get that group together and get the new people, uh, and then uh, that was the kind of environment I'm really striving for. I'd love for more people to come out every Sunday, three o'clock. Um, and yeah, it's, a, it's, it's getting warmer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe that's your problem. Well, You're I, afraid of that cold air outside. I what really brings us together is uh, princess pageants <laughs> at the mansion. <laughs> we walked in and we felt like the creepiest men. No, ju- not just that. I was walking around with my camera because I was. <laughs> And there was a couple of people that just kind of looked at me funny. I was like, no, there's a, there's no, a couple. no, not your kids. I don't like them. No, your kids. <laughs> there's some mothers that just grab the shoulders of their child and like, come this way. Not like this. <laughs> so apparently they were showing Pinkalicious at the band ship. Yep. Which is a kid's thing. Yeah. Not any other genre. The, the uh, movie inspired by Aerosmith's song, Pink. <laughs> <laughs> is, that a, is that really? Wow. I, I would have gone with the, uh, the artist known as Pink. Is there is there an Aerosmith song called yeah. Pink? Pink is my favorite color. Dude, looks like a lady. I want yeah, to wrap yeah, you yeah. in leather. That is a, that is a slant rhyme that they use in that. <laughs> it's like Pink is it? Da, 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 da. Is it? <laughs> Do you want a microphone? Cat? Would you like a microphone? See, this is a problem when we only have two people. This cat feels like, oh, I totally have something to say here. I'm going to jump up on this table <laughs> and add, oh, yeah, I'm talking about you. Oh, no. you- <laughs> oh now, now it's a call and response. Oh, I- I'm bowing out of the podcast right now. Let's hear, let's hear David and Cat. Yeah, I agree. But see, what you're forgetting about the financial crisis is that don't interrupt me while I'm talking. Okay, this isn't the spin zone, cat. So basically, the liberal media wants you to know that basically Obama. Yeah, I said Obama like it's a bad thing. What do you, what do you think about that, cat? Oh, okay. The strong but silent approach. Oh, you're going to say words now. It's a mudslinging match. Well, Cat, you know how I feel, okay? And you can just shove it up your little hairball hole because... Oh, 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 let me finish. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish something I'm saying? Because you're just stepping all over me and you sound like an asshole. You just sound like an asshole, Cat. Oh, well, you're, you're making a good point. I'm sorry. Well, when you put it like that. Cat, I'm sorry. Well, hey. I said I'm sorry. I said I'm sorry. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> and cat scene. Your cat feels like it's so used right now. I just look backwards and like, Fuck I'm it. done. That was my 15 minutes? Yep, that's it. <laughs> nope. Uh-oh. You got my first cat torture. <laughs> I gotta run. <laughs> 
No, I'm not doing the Nazi police again. <laughs> Your grammar <laughs> Nazi again. <laughs> I hurt myself. So as as David mentioned, we have practice every Sunday. Anyone is invited out to it. We do it at 3 p.m. in the Manship, Hartley Bay Studios usually. But you, you can find us. We have a sign now that points us in the direction. Yay! <laughs> and next week, which is probably tonight, considering when I'm thinking about when this is going to pop, March 6th, we have our next improv show at Woo! the Manship. It Come will, out. It's fun. We've actually been in pretty, pretty great attendance. Yeah, it'll like, be the 10th anniversary of the Manship. Yeah! <laughs> uh, we've been together, us, Manship, 10 years. Unbelievable. We go together like comedy and the Manship Theater. We have friends there. We do shows on Sundays, sometimes Fridays. Bang, 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 da, bang, da, bang. I'd like to make Anamana P.S. Woo! We're always stay to get what? Wait, we're fired? Oh. <laughs> oh, you did not make her cream with that song. Sorry. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> And the heart Cadillac is flying away. Huh? It makes women creep. Ah! <laughs> Comedy bang bang. We cannot go one podcast without mentioning another podcast. That's true. And on April 24th, we will be making fun of the movie Batman and Robin. Oh, so soon, so soon, so yep. soon. And then after that, we're making fun of Jurassic Park. So we get to see Jurassic Park like 20 times. You know what? I feel like that's going to be a diehard for us. Yep. I, feel like, I feel like I could sit down for, for a Jurassic Park. Of course you could. When was the last time you seen Jurassic Park? You know what? I think it was actually uh, around about a year ago or uh, half a year ago because uh, it was just on. We just had background noise, and then we stopped talking. We all ended up watching Jurassic Park. <laughs> like My friend was just showing off his new TV, so he put in Jurassic Park. Put in all the Blitz codes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you're a fan of this podcast, you might remember when a certain Dave Vitrano, i.e. me, was obsessed with a chess piece. The fucking cat just swatted it off the table, stealing my bit. But no, in all seriousness, try to hang out with people while Jeff Goldblum is explaining chaos theory. Yeah, you can't. It stops the conversation. Why would uh, it? I'm I'm going to drop the water on your hand. And aha, see, look, it it rolls a different way. Now, it's a lovely hand. Yeah, very lovely. I just want to compliment it there. And I'm kissing her right now because I'm sexy Jeff Goldblum. Like, that dude could have fucked anybody. You mean Jeff Goldblum is what he was (laughs) I've heard stories where Jeff Goldblum has, like, Totally womanized. Like, some, uh, I forget who it was. They were talking about, like, yeah, the one time I met Jeff Goldblum, I was with this uh, this girl I was dating, and he walked across the bar, and he was just like, oh, wow, Jeff Goldblum, nice to meet you. Oh, uh, uh, nice to meet you. And who is this lovely flower here? Uh, I just want to introduce myself. I am, uh, yes, Jeff Goldblum. He's like, wow, very nice. Hey, nice to meet you too, pal. Anyway, so this nice lady here, how you? Like, he just totally kills it with confidence. I was rewatching the 40th anniversary of the Saturday Night Live, uh, and it was the QA session that Jerry Seinfeld had with everybody and and in the background you can see weird pairings of people like uh, not necessarily <laughs> sitting next to each other yeah so. sitting next to each other not not odd just you wouldn't expect it out in the wildlife like they had Larry David next, next to Kate McKinnon and like that's I actually kind of <laughs> wanted to hear what they had to say here's one that bothered me Jeff Goldblum and Tom Arnold that, why what are they and they were having fun just like, to go back was, a little bit like hi I'm here with Kate <laughs> McKinnon the topic 40 years Larry, got- Larry David, not Larry King. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Larry David. Hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? I got on that TV show. Oh. It's a show about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> That'd be a very different thing if Seinfeld was written by Larry King. 
it adds up, you know. <laughs> you got to pay or it adds up. Yep. Which reminds me of Tenactin, <laughs> our sponsor on the show. Cincinnati, you're on. I just wanted to do my Larry King. Larry King. <laughs> That's a yes ending that makes no sense. I love that. <laughs> hey, so how's your week been? Been pretty good. Here's my Larry King. <laughs> I don't normally do this, but hello, I'm Larry King. I saw you across the room. Thought we were sharing a moment. <laughs> Fuck your ears, Robert. I'm Larry King. <laughs> Uh, the once in, once in past future king. <laughs> Winter's coming. What does that mean for you? Call our line, too. Go ahead. Yeah. Speaking of heads, Sean Bean lost his. Spoiler. I love that when people see Sean Bean in a movie, they just immediately assume that he's going to die. Like, did you go see Jupiter Ascending? I understand no, if you didn't. Because did not, not a lot of... There, there hasn't been a ton of movies out there that people have wanted to see. It just felt like on that weekend when I went out and saw a movie, that was the w- movie I was going to see. Plus, it's the Wachowskis, and I've actually liked a lot of their movies, even when people say that it's a bad film. I might. This I is might, actually a pretty stupid movie. I there's, might, not, there's nothing against it, uh, but I'm going to tell you this one thing. Sean Bean is in it and doesn't die. I think they hired him specifically to give you that red herring. Just to, just to be like, hey, we're the Wachowskis. We're going to blow your mind. Yeah, they, Sean Bean lives. They gave him a pointless storyline of... He he was another one of the officers, just like uh, Channing Tatum. Coming this fall, thing, Sean Bean, the immortal. Fuck you. Yeah, he, he played, but he played he played a guy that that was uh, like the previous op, like an older officer, like his mentor. The, the position of a guy that would easily die in yeah. this movie because eventually, when they went to his house, they got overtaken <laughs> by a bunch of uh, bounty hunters. And when they did, when that happened, you're thought, oh well, he's dead. Never dies. Never dies in this movie. I want it to be very tongue in cheek, just like uh, uh, Kristen Kristen Glover uh, in a Hot Tub Time Machine, where he keeps almost losing his hand. Do you remember that? No, nope. Crispin, Crispin Glover. I know. Well, I know who you're talking about. Sure. Uh, and, and did you ever see Hot Tub Time Machine? God, it's been a while. And <laughs> he's the bellhop that has no hand in the beginning, and they go back in time, and he keeps nearly getting his hand chopped off by okay. things. So I just want Sean Bean to just like, like yes, I'm the grizzled detective who's your mentor. <laughs> One day away from retirement. Hope nothing bad happens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now, when you clean a gun, you want to look down the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> well, that almost got me. <laughs> just. Just near death after near death. Also completely obsessed with bees. Like, another reason to die. Like, why would you have your house covered? In head-to-toe with bees. Not just like, I like bees where I have a bunch of stuffed animals in a corner bees. I collect them, and they sting people, including me. Oh, and I'm allergic. Or, no, I don't think he's allergic. (laughs) Hey, remember that kid in My Girl? It's even worse. (laughs) I would love somebody that, like, instead of doing, like, straight-edge sports and, like, skydiving and stuff like that, is like, I'm allergic to bees. And I keep them. <laughs> and peanut butter. <laughs> That's all they eat. <laughs> I've taught these bees to eat peanut butter. <laughs> so I jar my own peanut butter <laughs> and I keep my own bees just to feel just to make myself feel like I'm alive. <laughs> How am I dying? Loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> Women don't like dudes that keep bees and make their own peanut butter. It's based for very boring conversations. It's crippling. That that whole study about like not knowing somebody, how it takes years off your life. I'm 28. <laughs> My one friend is Benjamin Carver, the beekeeper. <laughs> 
killed George, him with no, peanut butter. George Carver. <laughs> and kindness. <laughs> what is it? George Carver, Washington Carver. Wow. Say what? <laughs> Say what? Say what? Say what? George Washington Carver is yeah. his name. Yes. And that man was named after George Washington. You can and, lick my left nut. <laughs> and was given the given a peanut as a child, as his only friend. And he said, turn your friend into a whole bunch of friends. He's like, okay, I'll give this friend so many uses. <laughs> Clone High was really delightful. Yeah, uh, I, I'm glad. Oh, you're going to watch The Last Man on Earth? Because it's practically bringing that whole team back together? Well, that whole team, like, what is it? They, a lot of those people worked on a chan- uh, Cloudy of a Chance of Meatballs. That's true. Um, and then Except Scrubs, Will Forte. Scrubs had a lot of uh, yeah, it had some of the people in it, similar too. people in it. But um, what's a uh, last? What is Will Forte in it? And it's got it's got the two dudes that directed uh, the Clone High, uh, Lord and Miller. Uh, I Phil don't know Lord. if I've seen a preview for it. You haven't? It's been all over the place. Last Man on Earth. Yeah, Last Man on Earth. It's yeah. Is it it's, essentially what the premise is? Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. It's Will Forte going around doing uh, all they're showing in the preview is him doing stupid shit. Yeah. Uh, like filling a small tub with margarita and like outlining the the tub in salt and like you know just being he has like this huge beard like a big like mountain man beard. But is he like apocalyptic like last person on it's, earth? Yeah, the year's twenty twenty uh-huh. and there's been something that has wiped humanity off the earth, but not in a gruesome Walking Dead sort of way. Kind of like, like a rapture. Yeah, I guess so. Like, even traffic. Like, he's just able to go from point A to point B, and it's not a problem. Yeah. Because you see him coming back to Arizona with, like, all sorts of valuables, and he's putting it in his house. Like, oh, we'll put this Constitution right here, and we'll put this Statue of David here, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. I don't know. Well, you can take a, you can take yeah, a car yeah. to Statue of David, right? <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. I, I remember as a kid driving all the way over to see Statue of David <laughs> in that old Sistine Chapel in North Man, they Carolina. Just, they just kept pimping that Statue of David at state carnivals. <laughs> Uh, Try to dart the pee-pee. Let's go. Put your arms. <laughs> Put your arms in the place where they would have had no face. Because if you want to sell the Statue of David to the teens, rap. Those two things go together. Well, I'm a barking carnival guy, and I'm here to say. I'm rapping Michelangelo, I'm here to say. I'm Italian, and I sculpt this way. Sculpt this way. This way. Well, Michael, Michael, Michelangelo, did Michelangelo or Leonardo? Who did the Pieta? Michelangelo, right? Sure. Pieta. What is that? The, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly confused it, uh, on that. What is the, that? It's Mary holding Jesus, the sculpture of that that's in the Vatican. It's very lifelike. He did a lot of sculptures, sure. Because I'm trying to because Leonardo did all of the. Uh, I did, was that in the Agony and the Ecstasy? I don't remember. I, I, I barely remember I'm just school. To, I when think it comes Michelangelo to, did David, huh? Well, I, David considering David? I'm not aiming at a Ninja Turtle yeah. level of knowledge of Michelangelo. It was Bebop and Rocksteady's David? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bit higher since I saw that movie with Rock Hudson. Um, just, a, just like a classic thing that's in the same vein is uh, the uh, the Power Rangers reboot. Uh huh. You saw that? Yeah, I saw it on I, where they had the bulk and skull as the turncoats. It was uh, directed by the dude who did Detention as well. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Well, I got uh, now that you mentioned that that feel sound. Uh, that, yeah, I'm. I wasn't. I wasn't huge on it because I don't. I never watched Power Rangers. Like I. I there yeah, were, a lot of the references of who's who really kind of whatever I, for me. And, and and I've said this before because it comes up 
surprisingly a lot in open mics where where someone will bring up Power Rangers. Like, I feel like I got to tell the people that are a bit too old about this. Whenever somebody says Power Rangers, just substitute that word with Voltron. And you basically got the same thing. That's what I grew up on was Voltron. And and I'm I was fine seeing it. I was like, hey, that's cool. Yeah. I thought it was funny how how they got so angry, like the the creators of uh we gotta yeah. take this down. <laughs> we got attention, no <laughs> But I mean okay no, I, I will I'm say I'm an ugly princess, leave me alone. <laughs> there was there was no B plot in Voltron. <laughs> they just lived in the castle and they're just all like, Okay, whatever, but then they instantly just fought things. Like there was no like high school drama and like let's learn about soccer and sharing, like stuff on the side. Like it was <laughs> Like basically, it was part Voltron, part uh, Saved by the Bell. Is yeah. what is what Power Rangers was, right? And then they did Ninja Squad, Dooku Force, Time Ninja Samurai. Thing, yeah, those are of. words yeah. I've, I've heard them before. Yes, <laughs> Count Dooku. <laughs> You're on Robert's talk show about Power Rangers. Continue. <laughs> Hi there, first caller. <laughs> yes, I. They were. I have a. I have my own talk TV show. I want to see how it is calling in. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. I, I just like talking about Power Rangers. They got all sorts of colors. They have the pretty colors. They have the Roy G. Bib, every single one of them. What color is the uniform? Uh, some people are seeing white and gold. I, yeah, some people are seeing those. I, I like seeing those, too. I like seeing the ones that are black and blue, too. So what we really want to do is next time we have a crazy What we person, really want to do. What we really, really want to do. What do we want to do? A zig a zig ah. Ah. In the hospital, next time a certified crazy person comes in, we want to show them the dress. <laughs> Just see, like, I see orange and yellow. <laughs> I, feel, I feel really bad. For uh, like any, like showing twenty seven dresses, like just for them to sit down and watch that entire movie, because there's like you got to see the colors of every single one of those. And Catherine Heigl, that's horrible. That's <laughs> the topper. But tell them, tell them it's Anna Paquin the whole time. It's not. No, no, this is totally Anna Paquin. Wait, you're <laughs> seeing Catherine Heigl. How do you see? I don't see Catherine Heigl. It must be the lighting. Yeah, it's, it's weird it's, lighting. It's, I don't see it. <laughs> I, I are you sure? It's ca- I, I see I see Rogue. What do you who do you see? Wow. <laughs> you see Rogue? I see Rogue. We all see Rogue. <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> we see her as a ten year old or the girl from She's All That. <laughs> I still want to do that movie so bad. <laughs> I was talking about it the other day. I was like, damn, that's just so Only twelve it. people saw it in New Orleans. We totally can take that movie. <laughs> we could totally kill those twelve people. <laughs> There'll be no evidence. I that one dreadlock saw- girl doesn't remember anything from that night. <laughs> True. Was that the one that like they were saying, "Hey, you got to keep me." What? Okay, so uh, <laughs> that's a little. I don't know. So uh, I just seen Blowout. Have you ever seen that movie? Blowout. Blowout. Uh uh-uh. uh. Make that money. Blow out the top back. <laughs> Stars uh, John Travolta, Nancy Allen. It was directed by Brian De Palma. It was made in '81. It was one of those. It was mentioned on the canon. I know. Don't don't listen to it. I still say don't listen to it. But they, but I had not seen it, and I was like, I gotta check this out. And John Lithgow's in it, and he plays a person that was supposed to get rid of, or uh, just like catch a, a governor candidate that's gonna be uh, uh, in a, a precarious situation. But he kills him, but doesn't kill the prostitute. And so he's like, I gotta get rid of the prostitute. So the best way to get rid of the prostitute is pretend I'm a serial killer, start killing other prostitutes, and then when she dies, they'll never sense the connection. So he goes out and starts killing other women in an attempt to eventually get to that woman yeah. that he has to kill. And at that point, no one cares. Like, they're at the point where they're like, oh, there wasn't anybody else in that car. 
<laughs> but he's like, I gotta go around killing people. That's about how it feels like with us and she's all that. And trying to get rid of all those people. And trying to find the connection it only took me 27 minutes. It took me one a minute address. That's what it took. I thought it was more like the, uh, what was that, getting into Harvard the wait list or something like that? Yeah, <laughs> where, yeah. Where the, the kid's just like, gonna keep killing off candidates. And... <laughs> Finally, I'm next on the wait list to get into Harvard. He was after me, but I didn't like him. So I was, what was that? That's like every like crime thing or something like that. They had that one episode where it's the donor list, and that's how they find the killer. It's like, oh wait, these all people were expecting that we're going to be next in line for a donor. Like that. That's happened like a million times. We get it. <laughs> people need organs. Yeah, yeah, we get. Uh, yeah, I get this at the at the hospital all the time. We get cops coming by. I'm like moving boxes when they come by and they ask me questions, and I say, yeah, I got the donor list. I don't even have to write it down. I got it memorized. You want me to tell you the names? I can tell you the names right now. In fact, that was the name I read in the newspaper. So, about this guy. so you're saying that this bitch <laughs> needed a kidney? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm everybody's favorite vulture that was in cartoons. A yuck, a yuck. <laughs> so, iced tea and <laughs> slim pickings <laughs> is the new special victims unit. Yep. Let me just get on this bomb. Uh, yeah, you so, have to get the later bomb. What you're yeah. telling me is, 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 look, this is this is it's not personal. It's business. What you're saying is you're riding a bomb on Nagasaki. It's fun. I don't even need like a quarter. I just ride it up and down. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what you're trying to say is that um, I'm not relevant. <laughs> To this TV show that that my my gangster cred is long past due. My wife Coco <laughs> has a big butt. Yeah, she can't lie. I I I I I do like where this bit is going, but I actually have a medical question I want to ask you. If you are familiar with the situation. That the Russell, situation? Yes. Yes, the situation. How did he get that color? Tumors. <laughs> okay. He has six tumors on Problem his stomach. Solved. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, who who plays for Oklahoma City Thunder, I'll have to find the picture if you have not seen. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, continue. <laughs> he gets kicked in the head, and then his head kind of caves in at a spot right here, and he still continued to play, but he eventually had surgery on it. Mm-hmm. But it but it was just to see it like afterwards, like he was still like, Ugh, I just got hit or something. But it looked like his cheekbone had found a pit. Of, like a sarlacc pit that just kind of like sucked in right there. It was just weird to see. Like he got neat. Like that's that's serious injury. Like to your skull, right? Like yeah. there's no part of the skull that you feel like ah. Well, it needs to be fixed now. So you got to wear like a weird mask from now on, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, what's your question exactly? Like why wasn't there brain damage or anything like yeah, that? Yeah. Why didn't he die? <laughs> well, it's it's kind of more because you kind of have some more hollow space in your sinuses, like yeah. by your cheekbone, like the eye. So that can cave in a little bit. But I mean, you know, it just depends on how much it, <laughs> how much it like indented inward. But that can totally be kind of crushed in. Um, it, probably more of his uh, his his like eye slash sinus stuff would be more affected than actually his brain. Now, if it was closer to the ear, then you'd have more problems because that's kind of more more your sensory. Your yeah. uh, I think it's if I'm not mistaken, that's either vision and or I'm trying to be legit. Your cat's a <laughs> fucking asshole. 
Oh, wait. We have another session with David and the cat. Hold on. No, here. no. I'm not doing that again. Your cat is a taker in the scene and not a giver. Okay? All it does is take, take, take. It's about me. Yeah, cough up another hairball, you whore. Anyway. Uh, yes, he very well could have like had an indention there, but uh, not necessarily like into the brain. Uh, it could have been more like towards his uh, orbital, and nothing you know. You'll see that like it'll kind of dent in on somebody, but there is give there. Okay, well, I was just curious when I saw it. And went damn, yeah. No, I, haven't, I haven't seen. I haven't seen like how far indented it was or where the placement was. But I mean, that, that it, is it, it was like a noticeable thing. Like he he could have gotten a face tattoo, and like, what's up? Nothing happened to me. I don't understand. Why is everyone looking at me? Oh yeah, I got a third tongue. You got two tongues? Yep, third one now. <laughs> It's coming out my ears. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Constantly give myself a wet willy. Not sure. <laughs> Not sure how I keep refreshing myself with saliva through my ear. You know, wax just doesn't cover the basic functions of the. All right, I think we've had enough here. I think we have indeed. For another family dinner podcast, my name is Robert Allen. With me was David Petrano. Give me some secular chat. Make your damn rolls look wild. Players love my style at my table. Fuck, fuck you! Got these schemes of Got my map and my cloak. Got these players' heads a-poppin'. Someone get me more coke. Hell yeah! Level 